Good afternoon, or no, it's more good evening. I want to come on here and talk about rebirthing. And I feel as though for the past couple of weeks that I have rebirthed into... Something that has been invigorating, healing, and powerful. And I'm so grateful for this moment. Because I always wanted to be free. I mean, tru- truly free. And, and, and what I mean by that is... I always wanted to live wholeheartedly. I always wanted to live uh, in a place where I could love freely. I always wanted to live in a place where I could love freely and not be tied to money, people, to not let those things um, strip me of my joy. To not let those belief patterns strip me of my truth. To strip me of who I divinely am. And I recognize. I recognize what was taking place inside of me. I recognized over time. That this whole process that I went on about six years ago has brought me to this place, has brought me to this point. This whole process of unlearning and unlearning and unlearning and shedding the tears and shedding the internal weight. And releasing the beliefs and letting go of the anxiety and finding the root of anxiety and trying to show up as this person uh, uh, who did not feel like she was enough, who tried to show up um, trying to be enough, who tried to show up and trying to be a certain size and be a, a certain look. And I'm not negating goals because I still desire physically to be um, at a certain physical fit and there's nothing wrong with attaining that I think that that's good it's healthy it's fun and it's as if you're taking care of yourself I'm gonna have to close the door sorry y'all there's no editing this time Um, uh, here's some ice some ice is going on in the background (laughs) so I apologize if you guys heard that um but um it has my heart is just filled with so much gratitude right now and I just am so appreciative I'm so so appreciative to be here so appreciative to be here and I do believe that God has 
guided me to this point in my journey. And I'm so grateful because I thought that my answer really was, and I, I used to, I used to preach this message. I used to talk about this message when I would, when I first went on the journey of unlearning, when I would talk about how I thought that my answer was in my in fixing my answer to happiness was in making more money. I thought that my answer to happiness was in, was in trying to be some, this like superwoman or just trying to be what, what you think you have to be and just trying to um, um, have a better marriage and just trying to be um have you know be a certain size and just all of these um this these uh heavy internal uh baggage and just things you think you have to carry and what I thought I had to do and be to to acquire money and just I was just everywhere everywhere and I found that there was no real resolve or ans um a true resolve and settlement that I had within myself whenever I would try to accomplish those goals. And when those goals would be attained, I found myself, my soul just still not at peace and settled. And and I tried to, to make things better on the outside and and fix things. And, you know, it landed me just with that mentality. It just landed me with ill health. I was in the hospital, you know, when I, at a very, very young age, never been sick, but just carrying the, just the misperceptions and beliefs about yourself and, 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 and living in survival mode. So in result of that, I just, um, put a lot of damage on my body and food was my, coddling uh, uh, phase. It was my coddling moment to help me navigate through this world. It was and um, and and working full time and uh, remember at the time, you know, working almost full time, going to school full time and um, at the time, you know, just all these different things and being in love and trying to be the best girlfriend and later trying to be the best, you know, wife and um, having children later and then trying to be the best mom, you know, and it's then, you know, I had my own battles within myself of not accepting myself and never, never being satisfied with my weight and, um, always feeling like I wasn't enough. And then being drowned with the noise and the distraction, not the noise in a bad way, but just being distracted by trying to, uh, just show up better for, uh, as a mom and just trying to show up with just trying to show up and not even knowing can you imagine trying to just show up better but being like held down by all these held down by a rope of, of bricks and the bricks uh, represent anxiety the br- bricks represent not making enough money the bricks represent lack of uh, of, of of worthiness the bricks represents loss of connection the brick represents 
abandonment. The brick represents that you're not enough. The brick represents trying to be perfect for everybody. The brick represents trying to be accepted. The brick represents I'm never going to be accepted. The brick represents does God love me? The brick represents separation. Um, The brick represents coddling myself with food. The brick represents not being comfortable in my sexuality. The brick represents not feeling accepted for who I am. The brick represents every day trying to appear and appease to others, thinking that the that I had to be something in order to be accepted. The brick represents um the the noise and the and the and the conversations that went on in my head of saying that I wasn't enough. The brick represents contemplating suicide. Well, maybe if I contemplate suicide, then it, 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 or just the thought of it, I never really um, carry, I never really acted out on committing suicide, but it was just the entertainment, just those, those flickering thoughts of entertainment of that sounds like that's the better route, even though I didn't like, like I said, I didn't do it because I thought of my children And I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. But just imagine carrying all of that. And it was time for me to let all of that go. It was time for me to release all of that out of my heart and for me to follow God and trust God with me. To trust the spirit of God to flow through me as that expression. For me to fully trust that. To fully trust that. Let me close. Um, Sorry, you guys, I'm not in my sound area where I would normally. I'm so sorry if you guys heard the window. This is really just a candid moment um, that I choose chose to have um, to share with you. So in my moment of silence, in my moment of just this whole process, where it has brought me, where it has brought me, and where I am right now, is freedom and so much full of gratitude. My heart is full of so much gratitude because I really understand That is not in doing all of those things. That is the answer. It's so much noise and so much noise in the world. So much noise. Do this. Do that. Uh, Make this happen. Do these many calls. So much noise. So much noise, so many ideas and beliefs and things that can pull at you to make you think that 
in order to be special or important or validated or worthy that you have to be and do all of those things and it's a lie that the zeros behind your account does not equate um, the worthiness of you the value of you my perspective behind money and wealth has shifted and I'm so grateful because it wasn't about the tangible it was about the inside my inner beliefs my inner vibration my inner consciousness from a place of just free flowing and abundance and inner knowing and flowing from that comes the ideas flowing from that comes taking the action when I tried to lose weight when I tried to lose weight for many many years 20, 30, 40 years I tried to lose weight sorry for the interruption I had um, had to pause and re-record again but just for many, many years, so many years, I have been trying to lose weight. And it was so hard for me to try to lose weight. And how my relationship with food was the same beliefs about money. That it was on the outside. My answer was on the outside of me. So I never felt enough. I never felt worthy enough. I thought that having being uh, or having or being healthy was for other people. Um, I never equated the fact that I could be healthy until I unlearned my numbness, what I used to numb from the beliefs and pain that I drowned myself with in food. And I didn't even know that I was, that it was affecting me in that way. Um, I honestly, in my own ignorance, and I mean, don't say this in a sabotaging way at all. I'm just saying, you know, that's really what it was. Just a lack of understanding, um, not knowing, and just my lack of ignorance I believe that my answer was not inside of me and I suppressed myself, my feelings, and I didn't think that what I was battling with for many years was resorted in, you know, oh, well, I'll just go out to eat. I'll deal with that later. I'll just order this. I'll just eat this tonight. I'll go out with my friends and, 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 you know, we'll go out. Or I'll go out with my family. We'll hang out. We'll go eat here. We'll go eat there. And I'm just going to have a good time. And I'm, um, and I did. I had a great time. But I still had something troubled in my heart. That, that trouble feeling. You ever have that trouble feeling? You know, you go through life, but you still have that trouble 
feeling at your heart. And that was something I believe that the spirit was trying to show me that I needed to, that that was something that spirit wanted to show me of what I needed to address the matters of my heart. And I remember um, feeling that same feeling in my relationship. I remember that same feeling. And it had it had nothing to do, nothing to do um, with the relationship. It had nothing to do with him. It had everything to do with the things and the matters of my heart that I thought really would just, um, I just kind of, you just kind of go along with the feeling and the pain. Uh, you just kind of go along and I just went along with it. Um, I recognized that there was something tapping at my heart and I recognized that it was my own, uh, the savior, God, that was, spirit was speaking to me, tapping at me, not from a place of punishment, but from a place of reward. Wanting to set me free. I didn't think that a savior or God will want to heal my heart. I didn't think that I mattered that much. I didn't think that my healing mattered. I thought it was just something that I had. And I would just go along in my marriage. I would just go along in my career. And I would just go along with not being satisfied with my health. And I can remember being so disconnected to my body that I would focus on my outfits and trying to look the best. And focus on more of, you know, making more money. And focus more on being a good mom. And focus more on being a a better asset as a wife. And all those things. And not even knowing that I was good enough to deal with the matters of my heart. I remember being insecure. So insecure that I felt as though if I focused on myself that I would lose my marriage. That I would lose my children. Um, I remember feeling like that I would feel left out. And so the what I thought was the better route because I was so insecure within myself, I thought that the better route would be, well, I'll just keep going out. I'll just keep doing date night. I'll just keep doing, um, you know, landing those contracts as many contracts as I could to make as much money as I could. Well, I'll just start my diet again next Monday. I'll just eat, go, I'll just, uh, for right now, I'm going to enjoy um, my lunch. I'm going to enjoy because it, it tastes good, even though I know it's not healthy. It's still at a healthier place, but I know it's not healthy. And I know I need to get at eating healthier, but being on a diet just seems too hard. So... 
I'm going to just kind of settle, even though my soul is not settled. I really don't know the answers, but this seems to kind of really work for right now. This seems like everybody else says you got to do it this way. So let me try to fix it this way. And then I become, you know, involved in the church all my life. And having the ability of singing. Knowing God living inside of me, but not connected to it. I thought that God was something, God was represented as a spirit who just kind of spoke at me. But not visited me and abided in me. Not um, abide in me. But rather told me what I was doing that was wrong. I think that that is a direct reflection of my upbringing where it was more so of talking at you um, and not really abiding with you, helping you grow and saying that you're okay just as you are and you're enough. But it's no one to blame because we do our best. And sometimes, oftentimes, if we're not conscious, because they were not conscious of what was happening, they were just doing their best. They weren't conscious that talking at someone is not a way to elevate them, right? But if that's all you've been taught, and if you don't know, um, you're trying your best, but you still have flaws within yourself or unresolved wounds within yourself and then at the same time you know having that upbringing that was a just a different generation where you know if you don't talk back and just teaching just teaching our children that it's important to speak your truth you don't have to be there now there's a level of of um I think adults in my opinion sometimes have a sense of entitlement because they're adults so they can just say whatever to children um and I have fallen guilty of that as well um but I just teach our children that you can speak your truth you can still speak your truth that in adults at the same time it's good that adults are also respectful to children Because they're human beings. They're not... You don't know everything. You don't know everything. Yes, God has put you in charge. But not to be... um, um, uh, uh, Brash with your words. Not to not allow your child to have a voice. And... I was so guilty of that at times, you know, I tried my best to not repeat what I experienced, but my our wonderful children like has shown me where I needed correction, where I needed correction and, and taking down my pride to listen, to create healthy and decent relationships, you know? So that takes a level of ownership of saying I was wrong and I apologize at any age. 
You're not always right just because you've been on the earth longer than your children. You're not always right. You're not. You're not always right. Sometimes they have better wisdom than you, and it's okay. It doesn't mean just because you've been on the earth longer than they have that you have more wisdom than they do. You don't. The Spirit of God lives in them as well. You guys are learning together. Now, I get it. There is a difference between, um, you know, we don't, we wouldn't tear down a person physically, right? In a sense, like, you know, there is a, a, a health called healthy boundaries, right? But just so much that I have learned about relationships and how everything really does start with the self. And there was just so much unpacking that I personally did in my life and in my walk where God has shown me the areas of my life that needed re-examining the areas of my life that I needed to unlearn and heal from healing and I need healing in all areas of my life because I needed healing in me and your marriage is not separate from your wealth your wealth is not separate from your health your health is not separate from your relationships your relationships is not separate from your marriage. Your marriage is not separate from, in the sense of your beliefs. This is what I mean by that. The areas in your life is not separate. Like, what I mean by that is, like, your money, your the way you, your, your belief about money, your belief about money is correlated to your belief about your health. Your belief about your health is correlated to the belief about your your relationship or your marriage. It's correlated. It's all with it because it starts with you. But the key component is inviting the Spirit of God to flow through you and to speak to you. That's who we show up as. And it, for me, I have to go on the journey of unlearning all of that stuff that I picked up about my understanding and my beliefs about myself first. And that's where God had to do the help me do the unlearning. To help me undo the unlearning about myself. Because I was trying to fix the finances, fix the marriage. Didn't really need much fixing in, in, in the marriage. It was just me just being so afraid. In myself, having my own internal... Um, baggage of all that stuff and looking at other other relationships and other marriages and 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 out of fear saying I'm going to make sure that my marriage does not look like theirs which is in my opinion total baloney I understand that um, we are examples but in truth someone's marriage has nothing to do with you, even if you grew up in the same household, even if your parents were married, like my my particular um, situation, you know, my parents were married and they had their situations, right? And we learn how to relate by what we see, right? And at the same time, what I know to be true is that, yeah, okay, you could take that into consideration, but at the same time, you also have to take it with a grain of salt in a sense of you have to it's, it's beneficial. You don't have to. But I have found it beneficial to discern, to trust the God that speaks within you. 
to the God that speaks within you. I do have that. I have experienced and understood it to be as your parents were like your God in a sense. Meaning like you went to them for advice. You went to them for leadership. You went to them um, to understand who you are as a person, right? Yeah, right? But, but here's what I believe the missing component in that is there, there wasn't enough teachings about trusting you, trusting the self, trusting who you are, taking the time to meditate, taking the time to acknowledge your feelings and your emotions, that your feelings and your emotions matter, taking the time to recognize to recognize that we weren't taught that we've been stripped away from our natural rhythm you know from from our ancestors were stripped away from just they just tried to strip them away and so there was a level of unpacking you know that I had to do and I had to recognize that I say this I'll say this a million times over my parents did an amazing job at raising me and I also recognize a lot of glitches and holes that were missing and wounds that were shown up, you know, and it's okay. It's okay. Oh my gosh. It's okay. Oh my gosh. It's okay. I'm so grateful that I did have the parents that I did because I wouldn't be teaching this today. I'm grateful that I learned what I learned because I wouldn't be teaching this and sharing this message of true healing today. Because had I not gone through that experience, I'm glad I went through the experience of hurt and pain in my marriage. I'm glad I experienced those things. Oh, my God. Because I recognize that none of it was, uh, in truth, um, real. It didn't really have any power over me. I recognize that. And it was a hard recognition because it took a minute to step out of those beliefs. It took a minute to step out of who I thought I had to be and to step into who, you know, the spirit of God was saying that I was and to abide with that in that truth. It took a minute. It took a minute because I was overshadowed with so much fear and pain and hurt. Overshadowed with what I th- who I thought I had to be. Just overshadowed with that. And underneath when all of that, the truth was trust. The truth was just, this an amazing abiding love that was just um, never ending. A place of freedom, a place of joy, non-judgment. That's really what was underneath it all. But I had to get go through those experiences of letting go of those belief patterns. I had to go through that. I'm grateful I didn't have an example. If I had an example, I would have always uh, relied on that instead of relying on the Spirit of God that was speaking directly to me. Are you following me? Same thing with my um, finances. Now, with my finances, I recognize that I was so afraid to get money. And whenever money would come, when I would have thousands and thousands of dollars in the account, I still had the same mentality, the same mentality of scarcity. 
So rather if I was zero in the account and net or negative in the account, or rather if I had over 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80 thousand dollars in the account, rather if millions of dollars have flowed through my hands, rather if I had 10 or 20, 30, 40, 50 contracts under a deal, it still wouldn't have mattered because it wasn't about the money. It was about my beliefs behind money. It wasn't about acquiring the car or getting the duplex or the apartment complex plexes to create generational wealth. Good motive. Great motive that I was going after. Oh my gosh, you kidding me? Great motive. Great, great motive. But had God allowed me to still have all of those things, I would have believed that my answer was in the things. And I would have tried to, I would have lost sleep. I would have, um, you know, just always been on the grind, afraid of losing. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine always being on the grind, afraid of losing things? And so this has brought me to this point in my heart that I'm so grateful for. I'm so grateful for. As I turn my business really over to God, I recognize this is about really healing folks instead of folks free. This is about true healing and knowing that the healing is possible. But just taking it one layer at a time and getting to the root. Um, I would invite you on the program. I have a 12-month program that um, that I do. Um, it's called Healing the Internal Weight. So it's about healing the internal matters of the heart. And as it moves up to um, um, allowing you to heal also the external weight. Um, and so I have that 12-month program for those who want to do deep dive. Um, and really heal and release those layers. I, um, I'll leave the description at the bottom. I have um, been so, I just really, 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 really extremely grateful to be here. I'm str- When I say extremely grateful, I mean just extremely grateful that I am at the point in my journey where I don't care about any of that stuff. I don't. I, I, I don't lose sleep over not having money um, I because I have lost it, the monetary I've lost it all and in losing it and I don't even want to say losing I have gone without on this journey and what it has taught me is that the answer is not in that Can you imagine what kind of freedom that is? To be loose. To say wherever the winds blow, it's fine. You know how much freedom that is? That is real trust. Wherever the winds blow, that's fine has nothing to do with 
nothing to do with not caring in the sense of where you don't take action in life. But the action moving forward is not from a place of scarcity. Whereas before, for so many years, most of my life, most of my life up until recent, I have lived a scarcity mentality. I have lived being afraid to lose money. Being afraid to lose out on love. being Just being afraid. You name it. And I, I don't... Money doesn't intimidate me or scare me. It just doesn't. I remember thinking that money was evil, but yet had power over me. I'm now seeing that it doesn't... I've never had this much peace before in my life. Now, I remember when I when I... When God told me to let go and I finally let go, I released and let go. I said, okay, God, I released and let go. And God also in the beginning of my journey had told me that God would restore those things that God told me that he would restore in my life. And the next thing that God had shared with me is that now I need you to let go. And so once I finally let go and once I finally surrendered, um, I recognized that money just started coming from the east and the west. And I found myself um, being so filled with gratitude. And if I'm really honest, I also felt a sense of, I knew that I had never experienced being taken care of like that um, without the stress. Secondly, I still had in my heart that I was afraid to lose money. I still had in my heart that I was afraid um, of being without. I still had in my heart that belief. And God is an amazing healer and heals the matters of your heart when we allow the process to take forth, right? Right? We have to allow it to happen. We have to choose Right. So it's like God's not going to force anything on you. That love never forces. Right. That's fear. So I recognize that there was still at the deep seat of my heart, a level of afraid. What if I lose it? What if I lose it? I can't. I have to take care of this. I have to do this. I have to, and I, the old me would just panic. The old me would just hoard all the money and would just always be afraid. The old me. Where did that come from? A belief pattern, right? What you saw, what you were taught. And so I recognized that there was still a part of me where I was being stretched and learning about money. And at the same time, as as I was releasing and letting go, like, okay, God, I trust you. I went on a trip, and it was, that trip was really by faith. Like, I don't know where else somebody's going to come from. God was like, just trust me. I'll take care of you. Just trust me. I'll take care of you. Care of you. And I believe just that whole process, I was just re- rewiring and not even knowing it at the time. Not even knowing that my spirit was being rebooted, released, being healed, about just being um, not being tied to money and recognizing 
the, uh, the abundance of wealth, the abundance of you, that, 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 the abundantness of the abundance of God, how that lives and dwells within you. And I was learning even at that time that it's not the money. It's not being tied to the money. It's not the retirement accounts. It's not the 401ks. It's not the um, different types of um, digital Coinbase things. Those are great resources. Oh my gosh, are you kidding? Those are great resources. Not about the real estate. Those are great resources. It's not about the things. It's not, let me pause because I understand this and I know this without a shadow of a doubt. And I'm speaking this now because you're going to hear, uh, you're going to hear, I'm going to come back up on in this and I'm going to remember this podcast. I'm going to, I'm going to come back with another testimony and I'm going to remember this podcast and I'm going to share this podcast with you. So I want you to remember this date once again, because I'm going to give this another story of the power of what has shifted and what has manifested in my life because of what has shifted inside of me by the power of God. I'm going to come back to remember this date, remember this podcast, and it will come to my memory when it does happen. Um, but as I, I was saying, it just really just taught me to release and let go and trust. And as I was releasing and letting go, I was letting go of the fear and feeling of lack and being okay and allowing the process to be the process and not being intimidated. Here's the thing. Here's, oh, this is so, so good. Are you leaning in on this? Scoot your chair up, okay? Or lean in with your ear. Turn up the, the volume on this, okay? Here's one thing that I know, I know, I know, I know, I know to be true. Is that the spirit of God relies in you. Here's what I know to be true. When the money left, when you lose it all, it's not, you didn't lose it all. It doesn't represent you. The answer is not in that. You are the flow. You are the flow. It comes, the the tangible comes out of based out of what you believe and don't be distracted thank you God don't be distracted by the tangible don't be distracted if the turbulence happens see I I got for a long period of time I got distracted when the turbulence happened when I didn't have enough in my account when um when the chaos was happening in my marriage, when my health was failing, uh, was uh, not doing well. Um, and when the turbulence was happening in my life, I got afraid and I kept trying to hold on to it. I kept trying to hold on to the money, kept trying to hold on to my marriage, kept trying to 
um, coddle. That's a sense of holding on, right? Coddling onto my health. And what I mean by that, coddling is just like going to other things to make me feel better, going to other types of food to make me feel better. Does that make sense? So I recognized I was trying to hold on to all those different things because I was afraid to lose them. And and God wanted to show me uh, that what I have for you is for you. Can nobody, person, thing from anywhere, I don't care who they are, can no one stop what God has for you? Only your beliefs. You're willing to choose. Because we block our own flow. You stop the flow of God. Do you understand where I'm coming from? We are the ones that stop the flow. And so to allow the flow to happen in your life, it's releasing those layers and letting them go. You hold that power. Isn't that good? I mean, no, isn't that really, really good to know that? I'm just really, really grateful because I understand the wealth and the abundance that's going to flow. But I understand it's just a flow through. It's nothing that I hold on to. Because the concept of holding on, um, it comes from a place of fear. And so you have to release and let go. Release. Release it and let it go. Release how you express love. Release how when money flows your way, release it. Let it be a flow. Let it be a flow. Let it be a flow. Not from a place of fear, not from a place of hoarding, not from a place of lack, but from a place of flow, from a place of wisdom, from a place of power, from a place of truth. Yeah. 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 So if you would like to work with me or learn more about me, I'll leave the description at the bottom. Um, but that's what I'm very grateful to share with you. I want to thank you for joining me and I'll join you guys next time. Bye.